0: Welcome to Hachzaiq, the Daily Musr Impact Initiative. Back, and this is going to be for Wednesday, which would have been Yomtev 32. I think yesterday I made a mistake, I said 32. Yesterday was 31, today is 32. And we are starting from page 129, Al Kain. So he just spoke about a very sensitive subject, which is that a person is not allowed to take his life, or even do things that come close to taking a life. Do things that will take away years from the life. He calls it Lotir Tzach. He says that what gives you the right to go and to leave the position that God put you in, and that you have to do shdalos, and that you have to do effort, in order to keep that going in health. Page one twenty nine of Balakain, atamotse, you find Shmuel Allah shalom omer, you find that Shmuel, um, Shmuel Hanavi, had spoken to um, concerning anointing Yishai's son. Give a look over here in the English before, and he gives us a little bit of an opener. Uh, he talks about, after King Shul failed to fulfill Hashem's command to destroy Amalek, Hashem instructed Shmuel to fill his horn with oil, go to the city of Bethlehem, and anoint one of Yishai's sons, which we know was David HaMelech, as Sha'ol's replacement. Sha'ol's response, and Hashem's reaction to it, teaches a powerful lesson. Let's see. Al-Kinah Shmuel al how can I go? If Shmuel finds out, he's going to kill me. Which itself is a petrifying thought. You know the history of Shaul and Shmuel. Now, this response was not considered Shmuel lacking in B'Tachon. Which one would ask? Why not? Shmuel, Hashem gave you a commandment. So go ahead and follow through on the commandment. Uh, what he's, he's phrase. Oh, Hashem will watch over you. And you see that Hashem's answer kind of tells us that Shmuel's concern was actually mishubahat was actually praiseworthy. And Hashem said to him. Yeah. Do something. Make a charade. Make a, a whole play out of it that you should fool people. Yeah. Take along uh, a young bull and say, No, I, I came to offer Tashem, Mishara and Yan. And he added the rest of the instructions like, like it's brought down over there, 26 on the bottom, Hashem told Shmuel, this is why our was is so incredible, that he really just seamlessly gives us the ability to get the full picture. Hashem told Shmuel, that when going to bed Lachem, he should act as though he had come there, yeah, to bring a young bull as an offering, and he should invite Yishai and his sons to the sacrificial feast. He could then quietly do the anointment without Shul hearing about it. The Groni of talks about it more over there. Incredible. Now, if this was a lack of talking of Shmuel... I don't Hashem said, Hashem said, "I'm the one who takes life or kills." I'm the Rashem could say that. Moshe, turning the page, like Hashem said to Hashem. Well, Hashem said, I can't speak." Hashem said, "But I, 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 can't talk. I have a heavy mouth. I can't." Hashem said, "At that point, Hashem said well who's the one in charge of here? I am. Don't worry about it.'" Hashem did not say to Shmuel now, who's in charge? I am. Don't worry about it. No, he didn't. Now, Shmuel, let's figure it out. With his complete righteousness, he wasn't lenient with himself to go even to a small risk of danger over here. 29. By going to anoint one of Yishai's sons, there was only a possibility that Shul would hear and kill him. Yet, Shmuel felt he has to be concerned. Even though the risk to his life was not nearly as great as in the cases mentioned by Chavad above, like drinking poison and all those different things. Meaning, one may say, look, before I get it, drinking poison, that's certain death. Um, doing things that will certainly harm your body. Jumping into fire, that's certain death. But maybe by Shmuel, where there wasn't certain death. And Hashem himself told you. One would think, heh. <laughs> that the danger is slight, and then Hashem told you, one would think over there you're allowed to have full-on bitachin. Listen to this. He's saying no. He's saying still do effort to watch over yourself as much as you can. Of course you listen to Hashem, but bring the young bull and make the whole play play out and bring over Yisha. Do what, don't just stand there and say yeah, Hashem is going to watch over me. Do what you can, Hashem said, in order to have this facade in front of it. That's how careful one is meant to be when it comes to danger to not trust in just Hashem is going to take care of me, rather to do what you have to the mitzvah of Barach, like we said and even though Hashem just literally commanded him directly kishomer maleh kana and fill up your horn with oil and go to go over there to Isham she is and so it will be disgraceful uh for a person even less great than Shmuel uh that wouldn't be commanded with this but still he's concerned he's concerned uh, to have this happened. Now, over here, and we don't have the time to go through this, but he does have a fascinating piece. If you want to look on the bottom by Shmuel's Concern, where all the Mefarshim here do weigh in on Shluchay Mitzvah an and in that people who are going to do a Mitzvah generally don't get hurt. So, how could it be over here that he thought at all Hashem would allow for him to get hurt? Give a look over there. And he figured that you know, maybe Hashem will save me, but because he was being commanded. But at the same time, he'll have to end up using all his chosim and all of his char. For so long will be gone. This is a much deeper and much longer discussion by Avram Avinu, where Hashem says, "Al tira Avdi Avraham, zcharcha har be maod." Is um, that's I'll that delusion that or am mix messing it up with the other pasik of Yaakov? But Alter, but the harbi is in the pasuk because Rashi over there talks about um, what Avram was afraid of. There's a maral and garari that really tries to explain this, but basically it comes down to Avram was afraid when he threw the sand that turned into arrows. Avram was afraid that I use all my schosim, and now that I used all my schosim, I have nothing left. I have nothing left with Hashem. And if you're going to tell me that it wasn't a miracle, so then if it wasn't a miracle, I didn't use my schosom, but then I killed a lot of people, and that's bad. And that's the whole, um, and, and, and what Hashem's response over there is, is also quite interesting. But ultimately, if a person says, no, I'll trust in Hashem, and takah, miracles happen to you. Shmuel should have been very afraid that if that happened, that that may have eaten up all your schosom. So instead of using all your schosom, go ahead and do this, Thing of bringing the young bull. Do not stand in a place where it could be danger, and say Hashem will make me. Maybe Hashem won't. And if Hashem does, still you can get cleaned up from And then he was afraid that he had lost all of. So therefore, we don't rely on miracles. And instead, again, this is just giving us the ins and out of Hishnadut, of effort to be done. So does a person need to do effort to keep him out of danger? Yes, don't rely on miracles. Go ahead and do everything that you can. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a share by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.